Okay, well, it's great to be back in Plymouth. I'm going to start off this morning with a story. So, when a gunman entered a waffle house near Nashville early in the morning of April 22, 22nd, 2018, James Shaw didn't want to be a hero. He wanted to survive. Shaw, then a 29-year-old technician, had arrived minutes earlier with a friend. Moving towards the bathroom as the first bullets were fired, he had no escape in sight. I pretty much decided that I was dead, he says. But when he had noticed that momentarily the shooter had stopped firing, he made a split-second decision. He rushed to the shooter and managed to seize the rifle. Ultimately, four people were killed, but law enforcement said the number would have been much higher had Shaw not suffered bullet grazes and burns on his hand if he hadn't made that sacrifice to save the other people. When he goes out into the city, he's frequently mobbed by people who want to thank him. The day after the shooting, he started a GoFundMe campaign and raised over $240,000, the majority of which went to the victims' families, many of whom he's still in contact with. In August, he started a foundation to address gun violence. Shaw says he has flashbacks nearly every day, but he started to heal by seeing a psychologist and spending time with his four-year-old daughter. And he still insists he's not a hero for what happened at that house. But he says that perhaps the things I've done since are erotic. He says I am responsible for the way this is going, um, for the way that I'm leading this campaign, um, and hopefully we will stop gun violence. And so it's quite an amazing story where he actually risked himself to save the other people in the building. And he managed to do that quite successfully. But he did suffer burns on his hands and also he got grazed along his arm by a bullet. But this reminds of, of another story of someone that didn't just suffer those consequences, but who actually gave his life to save other people. And of course that's Jesus. And we know that as, Chris, as Christmas time is here at the moment, it's a time to remember that Jesus came to this earth. It was a great gift to come and save us. But it wasn't just to save us, it was actually to show how much God loved us. Let's go to John chapter 1. John chapter 1 and verses 1 and 2. So here we're introduced to this character. It says, In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. And then in verse 3 it goes on to say that he made everything. And then in verse 12, he's basically offering new life. So we know what, what we find out about this character, the Word, is he existed from the beginning, 
the word took part in the creative process. He came into the world, but the world didn't know him or didn't receive him. He came as a human, the word was Jesus, and the word was God. And so, yeah, like I say, in verse 12, he's offering new life. And that's exactly what he did at Christmas time. The world had been in darkness for 4,000 years. It says, um, the people that have walked in darkness have seen a great light. And of course, that was a prophecy of Jesus. 4,000 years of people waiting for Jesus, even right from the start. Adam and Eve thought that maybe their first son was going to be the Messiah that would save them. But they had to wait all that time. But after all that time, Jesus did come to save people. And that's exactly what he does to us today, really. When we think we're in the darkest part of our life, when we seem to have done everything wrong, when we're down and when we're discouraged, that's when Jesus steps in and makes a new beginning. Right, I would like to do something that's a little bit more active with everyone. So if everyone that has phones on them can pull out their phone, please. Right, and open up messages. Now, I want you to send me a text and I want you to tell me your way of celebrating Christmas. And I'm going to choose two people that are going to win and they're going to have a prize. Okay, right, you have two minutes from now. So just describe to me your way of celebrating Christmas. Time is up. Right, I'm going to choose two winners. Okay, mobile phone number ending with 565. And also 205. So ending with... 565 and 205. Come up and get your presents. So it was actually quite interesting. I think nearly everyone mentioned with family, which is really interesting. And I think Christmas is a great time when we can actually come together and celebrate. Um, I'm just going to read a passage from 1 John 4, 9 to 12. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world, that we through him might live. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. So the whole purpose of Christmas for me is a celebration of God's love, a celebration of that gift that he gave to us, that gift of Jesus. And Christmas is a great time when we can come together as friends and family, and even other cultures and all churches just to come together and to, and to celebrate that love of God. So many people tell us that Christmas is all about Santa Claus 
and stuff like partying, mince pies, lights, and all of those things. And none of those things are necessarily wrong, but we must never lose what the focus is of God actually loving us so much that he chose to give his son, not just to die for us, but also to serve those years and to show, really, how much God really loves us. And that's, that's really the only accurate way of, of working out um, how valuable we are to God. And the only really way to, to show how, how worthy we are, our, our estimate, what, what we are, is really to look to see what God actually did for us. I mean, if you were going to buy someone a present, it really depends how much you love that person as to what you get them, how much you're willing to spend. If you love someone so much, you might even spend a thousand pounds. But God loved us, God loved us way more than that, and he was actually willing to give his one and only son. In John 3.16, it says that God so loved the world, and that's every single person that has ever lived and that ever will live, every single person that he gave his one and only son. So that just shows that he loves every single person so much that he was willing to give his one and only son to save all of us. And so many times we're, we get scared and we get down because we think we've done things wrong and we let those things in the past judge who we, who we are or we let them decide who we actually are. I remember that as a child I was told that when there's a thunderstorm, that's God, that's God saying that he's angry with the wicked. And so I remember that every time at night when there was a thunderstorm, that would be the time when I would repent of all my sins. And the closer it got, the harder I would pray, especially when I was young, because I used to be a little bit scared of thunder, especially in the night. And so that was when I would repent to make sure that I was safe. But you know what? As Christians, we often let those things in the past bring us down. And what we don't really realise is how much God loves us. And sometimes we take it for granted that God only gave us his son because he loves us that much. So that's my message this Christmas. And hopefully we will understand more about God's love and how he loves us so much that he was willing to give us that gift. Amen.